everybody. I'm Billy Bob, and it's time for another big birthday celebration here at Showbiz Pizza Place. I'd like to dedicate this special show to our birthday guest. It's me! And we're live. We're back. I'm back. We're back. I'm back. In Holy the saddle again. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, waxers, if you will, to the Nostalgia Wax Podcast. My name is Frank, joined alongside by my friend, my co-host, Josh. Wax on, Josh. Wax on, Frank. How are you feeling this evening? Uh, I'm like rejuvenated, ready to go. But before we start, I feel that you owe some people an apology. So the two people that listen to the podcast, <laughs> yes, the two people, you owe them an apology and myself. And I, I guess, you know, yourself to some extent, because, uh, well, if there's one person who's a professional drinker here, it's me and not you. I'm going to blame most of what happened or occurred in that hotel room that evening. No, don't ever phrase it like that ever again. <laughs> Never again. On the grapefruit vodka slash grapefruit beer combo beverage, if you will, that you distributed to me nope. that evening. Nope. That wasn't the problem at all. I believe that I was well in check, well within my boundaries with my bottle of Wine. A bottle of red. Yellowtail. A bottle of red. Cab. And then delicious nectar of the gods that are German and Stiegel Rattlers themselves. I mean, the drink was good. I'm not going to lie. No, it was delicious. But I feel like that kind of threw me off my game a little bit. So actually, what I want to say to the listeners, and I want to say to you, Josh, you're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. You want to know why? Let's hear it. Now we have a lost episode that at some point in time later down the line, we don't know when, this episode will emerge and everyone will rejoice. I'm, I'm going to venture a guess and say that it'll probably emerge right around the time that you find a job that's not going to search the internet for your name. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to assume. Uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I listened to just a little bit of it, and uh, you're in for a treat when that does finally come out. Sneak preview. You get a little bit of dose of Josh, a little bit of dose of Frank, and you're going to be dosing, you're going to be dosed, another little dose of Josh and Frank. <laughs> I don't know what that was. What was that? A little bit of dose, a little bit of dose, a little bit of dose. <laughs> so we, uh, before we kind of get into the episode, I haven't seen each other in a while, and I did want to bring up one thing. Today, as I was in my yard, and this relates to past episodes here, my mailman, his name is Chuck. He's an older man. He's about to retire, and I got to talking to him, and you know where he was from? Where was Chuck from? Little town by the name of 
Kapak. Oh, the Kapak. Yes. He was from the Kapak. He uh, worked a elevator or grain elevator oh, until a fire. I was going to say an elevator. That's way too fancy for Kapak. <laughs> it was a grain elevator until it caught fire and his whole family had to leave. I thought you were going to say his whole family was in the grain elevator. No. How many people can you fit in a grain elevator? Uh, you could probably fit a whole lot. <laughs> Never see him again till the next season when you have to drain the grain elevator. That would be awkward. Yeah, that would be awkward. So yeah, I met a guy from K-Pack. What else happened? Oh, here's something that occurred. And this is something that I never, ever wanted to happen in my life, but it has occurred. I am now the proud contributor to what people refer to as dad jokes. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. Have oh. you heard of these dad jokes? I've I've been told I've got like a, a dad bod, but dad jokes. I I know grandma jokes. Well, I have I have dad jokes now. Okay. We were driving in the car the other day, and this guy pulls in front of us, and his license plate says W A Y M O N. W A Y M O N. And I turn to Mandy because I'm driving the car, and I say, Mandy. You know who drives that car? She said, who? I said, a Jamaican who's really good with directions. So whenever you're lost, just ask him. She said, why would I ask him? And I said, because doesn't matter where you want to go. His response is going to be, I know the way, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and <laughs> Wow. And I lost it just like that. <laughs> you crack your own self up at your jokes. That's that's great. Uh, and then one 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 quick uh, other show note I well, have here I, before I, I thought maybe like the person who was driving the car was Waymon. <laughs> Waymon, is that you, Waymon? It could have gone either way. Yeah, See? I like Waymon better. Yeah, but I I don't know if my wife would have got that. Don't need her to get it. It's a dad joke. <laughs> so speaking of my wife, uh, you are actually not my podcast partner. You are my mistress. Oh, okay. Because we're over here in the evening. I left my house. And before I left my house, I'd been working in the yard all day. So I decided to take a shower. So I take a shower. I get dressed. I go to leave the door. My wife is like, oh. So you have to take a shower and leave the house at 8 o'clock at night? What is it you're going to do again? I said, do a podcast. Oh, and by the way, I get no service at this place. So <laughs> just to let you know, my phone's going to be <laughs> out of commission. Wow. So it, she thinks I'm with a, my mistress right now. Is, well, is what's whatever happening. you do, don't tell her that we've been tugging on wires and plugging holes down <laughs> here either. Because that <laughs> probably still wouldn't go over too well. <laughs> Yeah, that's like a dirty dad joke. Dirty dad joke. <laughs> so what uh, what brings us here this evening? Uh, well, Frank, as I am inclined to do every year, right about, oh, two weeks ago, I find a way to somehow age miraculously. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. And that miracle when we were growing up was, was a lot of fun. Now it's just kind of 
very uncelebrated type day. Kind of just comes and goes. The wife asks you what you want and inevitably, you know, you just end up buying something for yourself because it's a lot easier. It's so much easier to just buy for yourself. And I'm actually at the age, and I actually tweeted this the other day, I'm at the age where I hesitate when people ask me my age, not because I don't want to tell them my age, it's because I don't know. So I have to go to, okay, what year was I born? 1981. What year is it now? 2017. I was born in November. Okay, I'm 35. 35. I'm 35. So there's a slow process there now. No, that's that's right about that age where you start <laughs> kind of questioning. I can't really think of it off the top of my head, so got to do some math. Yeah, it, it gets a little awkward. But back in the day, birthdays were the jammy jam. Birthdays were the jammy jam. And you didn't have to have jammy jam inside your birthday cake for it to still be the jammy jam. Is that another dad joke? <laughs> full of them tonight i think it might be i know the birthday cake man right this way with the jammy jammy gone <laughs> so i think the first thing then uh kind of a uh, little little segue there i think the first thing we need to talk about when we're waxing nostalgia about birthdays is well that good old birthday cake well it can't be a party without a birthday cake of i course. would disagree did what? <laughs> So as I got older, I would agree. Uh, but back in the day, my mom had a tendency of making some outlandish birthday cakes. And the one that I clearly remember is an R2-D2 birthday cake. Nice. Do you remember they had like these baking pans that were kind of in the shape of different characters. I was going to say they still do have baking pans. Well, but yes, I do remember that they had fancy pants, baking pans that were in the shape of different characters. Yes. So you would, you would buy that pan. So it would kind of be like a giant cookie cutter, I guess, for lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah. But it would be in the shape of a certain character. And then you were supposed to buy an icing bag and the different colors and you had to like follow the pattern that was that came with the baking pan i was gonna say did it have instructions as to what type of icing to put where so oh you... yeah but it was okay. all like a nice like big icing bag where it was like dot 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 and my mom meticulously made me the r2d2 it was almost picture perfect wow yes it you was s- you still have a picture of this no we we ate that okay no <laughs> we don't I've got a picture of a later one where okay. I had R2 and 3PO on it, but yeah, no, not that one. So you're not those that weird family that just has a photo album of food from no. their dinners? The no. Bonnies. The Bonnies, too? <laughs> remember, remember the ribs from 83? Those, those were some good ribs. <laughs> remember that show of a pot, pot roast and... 86. Oh, we hated that. It gave us the dishes the next day. It was terrible. <laughs> your, your, your mom undercooked that crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I didn't have any really cool cakes like that. In fact, I eventually evolved into more of a cheesecake. Same with me. Birthday guy. And it was at a, it was, 
honestly at a very early age that I went to the mm-hmm. cheesecake. In fact, I, I dabbled in a couple different things before I went full-fledged cheesecake. Did you like dabble in the pie? Birthday pie. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. Because I never really liked birthday cake, even to this day. I'm not the biggest fan of like birthday cake, but you give me cheesecake, forget about it. Couldn't agree more. Best cheesecake topping? I would say strawberry. Strawberry? Okay. I I dabble with the blueberry from time to time, but yeah, strawberry or cherry is usually a strong go-between. I never got like the whole chocolate on the cheesecake. No, I'm not a big fan of chocolate on the cheesecake, but fruit, like blueberry mm. is good too. Cherry is good. I like the strawberry. Uh, chocolate, eh, you're getting a little too decadent for me, a little yeah. too rich for my blood mm. or my arteries, which contain my blood. What about the uh, Spanish relative of the cheesecake, flan? Flan, I never had until like... I want to say maybe a couple years ago was my first experience of flan. Had you flanned earlier? I don't think so. I didn't start flan until 30. I played in the minors, but I never got called up. (laughs) Did you Uh, like the flan? Here's the thing. I have a weird texture issue so flan to me throws me off a little bit like is it is it does it want to be spongy does it want to be pudding like what are you doing flan <laughs> get your shit together it's like a milky jello <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. that's that's actually how they advertised it too milky flan, jello with the some milky caramel. jello no flan is spanish for milky jello <laughs> hey, shoot <laughs> How did I? How did I not get that one? <laughs> Softball. Uh, all right. How about also on top of your birthday cake? At what point in time did they stop? Did your parents stop, or did you stop putting the exact amount of candles oh, as to the year you were turning? So I don't remember if we ever like stopped, but I remember there was a pretty early movement to the numbers as opposed to the number of candles that needed to go on there. So like either the big one or the big zero, you know, whatever you needed to do in order to get you that way. But the real were the people who would always put either the sparkler candles on it or the trick candles that you had to blow out a million times. Yeah. I was going to reference the fact that, uh, you remember when our parents were (laughs) and put, the relighting candles on it or the sparklers i I never got on board with listen parents you can't blow out a sparkler so don't put it on the cake because guess what your kid's wish not gonna come true okay he can't blow anything out and seal the deal so not waxing very nostalgic but i was recently on a trip to seattle and we went to a nice restaurant to have a a delicious meal and treat ourselves to a nice night out and for whatever reason this establishment for birthdays put a full-on like fourth of july fountain on your table oh no and lit that some bitch oh no yeah my wife wanted to get one for me so bad i was wondering what happened to your left eyebrow yes no that did not happen but i just like could not understand how a nice high class establishment like this would light this damn thing off in the middle of the restaurant. Windows aren't open. It's not like it's, you know, got good ventilation. 
But then every time I'm trying to eat my delicious 36 ounce T-bone, my my port my uh, Tom Hawk ribeye, <laughs> I smell sulfur from a damn Fourth of <laughs> July phone. What the hell? And they probably came to your table. They did this whole presentation. They probably put it in front of you, and they sang something that wasn't the happy birthday song, but like, happy, happy you, happy, happy you. You got the fire fountain. Happy, happy you. Hi. Way, man. <laughs> I know the birthday song, man. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> Speaking of stupid birthday songs. Well. <laughs> I, we didn't really put it in the topics. But I feel I need to bring this up. Yeah, but lay it on me. Lay it on me. Uh, why do restaurants insist on making an ass of you for your birthday? They do have to draw a lot of, I will say, unlawful attention. Extremely to you. unlawful. Yes, absolutely. What like the worst one that I remember doing was Joe's Crab Shack. Never had a birthday there. They put me on a hobby horse. And okay. made me run around the establishment saying, Yeehaw, it's my birthday. Oh, God. And if you didn't say it loud enough, then they made you keep going. Like, you had to do X number of laps. And me as a big, burly, you know, husky lad. Country strong. Country strong. I I got a little winded. And, you know, I finally just got upset and <laughs> pouted and my way back to the table so I could eat some more delicious Dungeness crabs. It's as if restaurant establishments have no understanding of the introverts of the world. Listen, restaurants, kids can be introverts too. It's not just adults once they take a test and get identified. Kids can be introverts too. And you know what? They don't want to get on a hobby horse and hobby wobble themselves all over the restaurant screaming, Yeehaw, it's my birthday, Mom. Yeehaw, it's my birthday. <laughs> That's terrible. It I was feel awful. so bad. For, like, I hated that stuff. Mm-hmm. I specifically said when we went out for my birthday, do not, under any circumstance, have people come to the table. And this was at a very early age. Oh, yeah, big time. And it's funny because I am an attention whore now. But as a youth, I was not. I, I think that you would actually be the type of person now who would go in even not on your birthday and try to call attention to yourself. Oh, fuck that noise. I'm the guy who <laughs> runs to the table that's having the birthday and joins in on the stupid song like, ah, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, man. It's it's your birthday. We from Jamaica. <laughs> we don't have any good Jamaica franchises. Maybe maybe we we're missing our calling here. Yeah. But just it's it's quite the possibility. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about restaurants. Starts me waxing nostalgic about birthday destinations and when i'm talking about birthday destinations i'm talking about your chuck e cheeses oh yeah your leaps and bounds your showbiz pizzas showbiz pizza your major magics magics. josh did you yourself happen to go to any of these establishments for a birthday party so I don't remember ever going like for my own birthday party, anything like that. But I had, I think, a couple relatives and friends of the family who had birthday parties there. So I remember going and you got like X number of tokens and it was usually like subpar pizza. Like the pizza wasn't very good. And 
I, I remember the cool thing was when you went to some of them, like they would integrate your name or something into like the show, like when they were singing birthday songs and like, did they like, did the characters sing your name or was there like laser lights or something with your name in it or something? It's possible the characters sang your name in like a weird, strange Universal Studios ET ride way. Yeah. Like where it would be like, they say it's your birthday, Josh. <laughs> You're gonna have a good time, Josh. You say it's because like, <laughs> I mean all that stuff is pre-recorded, so they couldn't just you know put it in there. But it the, either they laser lighted it, they put it on the little flashboard that came up, or they Universal Studios ET rided it. I, I remember like they would like make announcements like you know, welcome to Magic Customers, and we'd like to welcome Josh for his for, you know thirteenth birthday, like. Like seriously, major why, major? why? Why did? Why did every announcer talk like a '50s gangster? Man, yeah, see, sir? it's Josh. See, sir, it's his yeah, birthday. See, it's birthday. Huh. Stick him up there, nice guy. <laughs> now I'm like you. I can't remember actually having hosted a birthday party there, but I remember attending birthday parties there. And you mentioned the pizza. I will say. Major Magics. Now, this is this has got to just be for like the Warren Mount people. Clemens. Mount the Clemens, Clem. Warren. Yeah, the yeah. Clem. Okay, the Clem. Warren, the Clem. Because it was at what, like 12? fifteen in Gratiot. Was it fifteen in Gratiot? Yeah. Was the Major Magic? Yeah. Now there's a Star Theater there, and I, last I checked, I think the Major Magic was still there. I no, it's not. All the Major Magics are closed. Come on. I swear to God. There, the last one that was open was one. I remember tracking this. The last one that was opened, <laughs> trust me. The way I, I tracked Bigfoot, <laughs> Frank tracked him some major magic. The last one that was opened was somewhere in Ohio. They had one because I was really contemplating driving down to it. I loved me some major magics, and I loved their pizza. Their pizza was freaking delicious. And in fact, I ate a pizza maybe a couple years ago. And I stopped for a second. I don't remember what pizza it was, but I stopped and I said, oh, this is Major Magic's pizza. That'd be like the worst pizza ever. No, it was good. Major Magic's, if anything, I remember Major Magic's having good pizza. And those animatronics at any place. Chuck E. Cheese, which turned to showbiz pizza, which turned back to Chuck E. Cheese. Those animatronics, they were pretty sweet. They did a documentary on one of the like this was the all star all star fire band or something weird like that. There was like yeah. like a gorilla on keyboards and yeah. they did like a whole documentary about this guy who wanted to chase down like a full set so oh, he could God. have his own. Oh my god. Wouldn't that I be didn't awesome? even uh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you've just you have just Delayed retirement for me, my friend, because I am going to work until I have a full-fledged set of animatronic characters playing keyboards and guitars and drums and singing Heart of Rock and Roll by Huey Lewis in the News. It was the Rockafire Explosion was the name of the uh, the pizza band. That's awesome. And I I loved going to Major Magic's. And I, I know we're staying on Major Magics for any of you who liked Chuck E. Cheese. I was a big Major Magics fan. When you walked in, you had that playground that was, like, to the right. And you could climb up all the weird freaking characters and stuff. 
And then they had all the arcades. And I remember that was the first time I was introduced to a lot of arcades like Rampage. I was introduced to The Simpsons. I was introduced to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. And this is big cabinets where you can play four people at the same time. Mind blown See, as a child. So, so for us in Warren, we also had the Little Caesars. Ah, yes, we did. So it was like kind of a cheap version of of Chuck E. Cheese Major Magics, but it was a Little Caesars themed one. Now, I don't remember them having animatronics, but I remember them having like a bunch of like weird big play sets where you like hit buttons and they made weird noises and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't as big, but their arcade was on par, if not better, in my opinion. I remember it being like super dark in there. And I actually had a cousin who worked there. And we would go up there, and we would have, like, pizza and stuff, and then they would just start sliding us tokens. So we would just basically play games all night for free. That's so awesome. It was pretty sweet. Did you know for my 20th birthday when I was a student at the Michigan State University in East Lansing, my buddy, Jolly, and the ladies next door, I've referenced them in previous podcasts, took me to a Chuck E. Cheese off of Grand River that still had a play area with arcades. There's still a Chuck E. Cheese uh, or I'm sorry, uh, not a Chuck E. Cheese. I meant a Little Caesars. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what I meant. A Little Caesars, not a Chuck E. Cheese. They brought me to a Little Caesars that still had like an arcade section. It wasn't as elaborate as the yeah. ones we went to as kids, but it still had one, and I made a point every time we passed it like man i'd really like to go there and for my 20th birthday i got to so i know we'll probably touch on this in later episodes what was your favorite back then arcade game Mm. one that i always went back to was rampage yeah rampage for me rampage or maybe tron oh tron was a good one tron was a good one uh, they also had another one, and I can't remember the name of it. It was a stand-up cabinet, but you had a steering wheel, and you played a cop. I can't remember the name of it. I'll come back to it. Not like Spy Hunter. In another though. episode. It wasn't Spy Hunter, but it was awesome. I know I bought an Xbox Arcade Classic that had that title on it, and I bought it just for that title. I can't remember it, but Rampage for me. Yeah. I'm excited about the uh, Rampage movie, actually. Ah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. If you smell what the George is cooking, or the Lizzie, or the Ralph. Eyebrow. I know all the names. So we're we're actually talking about playing games here, which mm. is is funny because the next thing that uh, I'd like to wax nostalgic about are games that we played at birthday parties. Now we got to think back. Think back to when we're little kids. Not the games we play at birthday parties now, which is how many tears can I cry into this chalice of emptiness? Chalice of emptiness? <laughs> that's what I that's what I call my life now. The chalice of emptiness. <laughs> chalice of emptiness. Wow. I'm talking about the games we played as kids. When you got there at a birthday party, whether it was your own or one that you were attending, and you played either musical chairs, or you played pin the tail on the donkey, or you had talent shows, or whatever else you played. Do you remember playing any games at these birthday parties? And I will say, 
after you state the game that you played, please tell me whether or not you loved it or hated it. So legitimately, the only game I can truly remember ever playing would have been probably Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Ah, Pin the Tail. There was that, and I think we also later in life, now at like family reunions we'll do this, and sometimes a birthday party, is uh, Piñatas. Ah, Piñatas. I yes. forgot about Piñatas. I think, I want to say once, once in my life, my parents got me a Piñata. Yeah. The only cool thing about like Piñatas, in my opinion, is just um, whoever gets to hold the rope like jerking the pinata up and down and like not letting kids hit the pinata. How much did you jerk that pinata, Josh? Well, depends on what the pinata was shaped like, Frank. <laughs> My favorite part about pinatas was blindfolding the kid and watching them <laughs> take a stick and hit the shit out of everything else but the pinata, including relatives. members, <laughs> including relatives and people they invited. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of America's Funniest Home Video Clips about pinatas. <laughs> yes. Uh, America's Funniest Home Video. That could be a whole another episode, in, in fact. fact. I liked it when it was an, in Idiocracy as Ow My Balls. <laughs> Much more appropriate. Catch the latest episode of Ow My Balls. Ow yeah. My Balls. So pin the tail on the donkey. I do remember. I remember pinatas. I also remember musical chairs. Did you ever do musical chairs? I think musical chairs would have been more like a school type game that we played. Okay. But that probably got banned pretty quickly due to extreme hijinks that would occur. First off, let me go back here real quick. So Pin the Tail on Donkey, you mentioned. I'd played that too. Did you like that game? Did you love it or did you hate it? Pin the Tail on the Donkey? Yeah. I remember cheating a lot. Well, everyone everyone cheated. Well. No one played that game right. And even when you had the blindfold on, you just tipped your head back a little bit, and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, I can see. Yeah. I got a cramp. So did you love it or did you hate it? I, I, it, it was a stupid game. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't love it or hate it. I just, it existed It, it was to me. meh to you. Yes. It was meh It was very me. meh. It was meh to me. Pinatas, I will say, love them. Yeah. I remember I did a piñata and I had an old rock band guitar and we didn't have a bat so I used an old rock band guitar <laughs> to smash the piñata. What party were you go- Rock band came out in like 2005, didn't I'm, it? I what? told you we do it now for the kids in our family. <laughs> so I gave them a rock band guitar. I said go to town. I don't have a bat. I'm sorry. I failed you. That's awesome. So piñatas loved musical chairs. By the I- way, uh Pinata one, rock band guitar, nothing. Because <laughs> the rock band guitar broke long before that pinata ever did. <laughs> oh, God bless you. May you RIP musical instruments. Mm-hmm. Musical chairs. I, for one, I know you only played it in school. I remember playing it at birthday parties. But whether it was at school or at birthday parties, I absolutely despised musical chairs. And here's the reason. Sometimes I have problems with anxiety to begin with, okay? Just on a normal day-to-day basis. Now, you're telling me I have to loop around in a circle of open chairs to a musical soundtrack. And as I'm looping around these chairs, you're going to taketh away one. And now, these seven people 
are moving around six chairs. One person not going to be able to sit in that chair. Do you know how much anxiety that brings on a kid who already is struggling with anxiety issues? Why didn't you just not play? Because then I'd be that guy who didn't play. No one wants to be that kid. Come on. I, I was that kid plenty. I don't care. You were stronger. You were a country stronger <laughs> child than I was. Okay. And here's, here's, it wasn't even me. Like I, I had anxiety for other people playing. And especially if it was like, say a birthday party where I was more so the older kid, which tended to happen because I was the oldest in the family, both with my brothers and with the cousins. It was like me who was the patriarch, if you will. Wow. So when I would be going around this thing with the little ones, I was anxious for them. I didn't want them to lose either. So now I've got me looking out for me and me looking out for the young ones in that order, by the way. So like anxiety was doubled, almost quadrupled, if you will, because I would say like three times was just me alone. And then, you know, add in another one time for the younger kids. You're out of control. So I hated it. I hated it. Games aside, next thing I want to talk about, let's whack some nostalgia on decorations. Decorations? Yeah, and not just your run-of-the-mill happy birthday sign hanging from the ceiling that's probably going to fall about five, six, ten times because your dad doesn't want to use the good tape on the wall that will take the paint off. What about streamers? Streamers, too, yeah. Balloons. Balloons, yeah. I don't want to talk about those typical decorations. I want to talk about the decorations that maybe if we didn't have them ourselves, we went to other parties and saw these elaborate, giant, they weren't giant, they were normal size, (laughs) but these elaborate, character-driven decorations, like, Spider-Man or Superman or Super Mario themed birthday party decorations. Did you get to experience these as a kid? No, not once. (laughs) My my birthday childhood was extremely limited. We we didn't go all fancy pants, but I do recall like going through like that birthday party aisle. Like most stores still have the birthday party aisle. They still do. And they've got the little grab bag type things where everything's just ridiculously overpriced. And it just, it like, basically if you do the math on it, it usually breaks down to like, ooh, Chinese finger cuffs for like $5 each or something stupid. (laughs) And it just makes no sense why you would ever spend that much on its own. But somehow in the birthday aisle, math works differently. Math works completely differently in the birthday aisle. Now, I know that I've I had some of these. I can't pinpoint one specifically. I think I did have a Super Mario themed one, but I think that was because my parents maybe bought the decorations in 1990 even though they came out in like <laughs> 1986. So like 4 years later they bought the decorations on clearance and then I had a a Mario birthday, you know, like Super Mario Brothers 1 birthday and Super Mario World was out. It didn't matter, though. Uh, I think that was the only time I had one of those. 
but I do remember going to them. I do remember going to birthday parties. And you started to mention the Chinese finger trap and reminded me of just the bags in general, like how awesome it was to go to a birthday party because you knew you were leaving with something. Yeah, I suppose. You were leaving with a bag full of garbage, a bag full of stuff (laughs) that when you got home, your mom usually grabbed and was like, nope, nope, okay, nope, nope, and the rest is garbage. It was like trick-or-treating except you didn't have to walk a mile to get cool stuff yeah and most of the time you couldn't eat the stuff you were given usually it was just tiny little plastic crap that you couldn't eat lots and lots of plastic crap now here's here's something i want to let you know as speaking as a as a parent to a young child Mm. here let me tell you something i long for the day of themed party decorations at your house. You want to know why? I don't know. (laughs) So my daughter just turned five back in March. And to celebrate her birthday, my wife decided we were going to go with the princess theme. Great, grand, wonderful. I will head to Party City and I'll pick up a bunch of, you know, Disney princess themed stuff. Maybe I'm going to pay like 50 bucks, <laughs> 75 bucks, right? Which I priced it out I would have at Party City. But you know what didn't happen? Party City. Because my wife decided that for my daughter's fifth birthday party, it needed to be special. Mm. So we had to go to a whole princess event, which I don't know if you know this, Josh, but they have companies dedicated to throwing these princess events. Okay, Like a, a tea party castle? Like a tea party castle. Oh, yeah. So my daughter had to go to a tea party castle. And it was her and maybe eight of her little friends. Didn't matter. They go there. They get to dress up like princesses. They get their hair. They get their hair did. They get to eat finger foods and drink tea and a princess... (laughs) Small cucumber sandwiches Small or something. cucumber sandwiches. And a princess sings a song. Do you know how much this costs? I don't know, but I feel like I'm missing my calling. Take a wild guess here. A grand. Okay, a little bit below that. Oh, but it was okay. about $800. What? For how many kids? Maybe eight. What? Like 100 bucks a kid. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Now... now now you know okay prime example of why my generation in order to retire the latest statistics say we need at least two million dollars in the bank in order to retire foolish that's absolutely foolish it's it's asinine right it's dumb but you were the one who paid it what was i gonna do say no to my daughter yes Yes, you say no. Actually, in fact, it, would, it wouldn't. Here's the thing: is my daughter is five. She would have been fine with a 
princess party at the house. It was my wife. And let's be honest, it's very difficult to say no to the wife. Especially when she lays the guilt trip on you, like, well, this is her first party back in Michigan ever. So we need to make sure it's special and go all out. Yeah, see, now you're going to have to do that now for 10 again. And you're going to get hit with the big uh, Sweet 16 party also. Hell no. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting wrapped. I'm not getting roped into all that. Yeah, that's happening. Nope. You're the kind of person, though, where you'd probably, like, invite MTV out to your place to do the whole Sweet 16 thing. You know, it's (laughs) you wouldn't think it'd be so hard to get a hold of them. But it is. (laughs) What, you've tried? (laughs) Well, there might have been times where I thought I'd be a great candidate for the road real rules. world, the oh, real world, or 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 road rules. Okay. And wait, they didn't call you back? No, I no, I didn't actually submit a videotape, but <laughs> isn't that kind of a requirement? It is. I tried to get around that. I thought. <laughs> Didn't you think that your like resume preceded you? I did. I, I let's move on. Dear MTV, <laughs> you, you probably are familiar with my work I've done in numerous other things, like. <laughs> Well, probably nothing you've heard of, but trust me when I tell you this, that I'm the guy you're looking for. So MTV would have been quite the event, which leads us to our next segment here, where we are going to talk about birthday events, whether it's an event that we attended, whether it's a special dinner that we had. Let's let's whack some nostalgia on birthday events, Josh. So my big... I, I have a couple of these, and both of them involve the Detroit Tigers. I love it already. The first one, I was 10 years old, and I remember my parents took me out to a little meal at Friendly's restaurant. You remember Friendly's? No, refresh. I might, though. Keep Talk a little bit more it, about There was like only really one in our area, but their big calling was the fact that they had like a their birthday treat for your uh, dessert was a, like a scoop of ice cream with the sugar cone up top and they made it look like a clown. Ah, yep. That's all you had to do. Yeah. So (laughs) So awesome. My parents took me there. We had dinner. We had the the clown for the uh, dessert. And when we were getting home, my cousin was there, my older cousin. And they're like, oh, you're going to go with your cousin now. And I was like, oh, well, where am I going? And like, oh, just, you know, he wants to take you for a ride. Okay. So he took me for a ride. And I remember halfway to downtown, like I still had no clue what was going on. He's like, oh, here, I, I got this for you. And he gave me a tiger's cap. And like me, I was still kind of like naive. Like I didn't really understand what was going on. But I'm like, you know, so where are we going? He's like, oh, I'm taking you to your first tiger's game. And I was like, oh. Ten-year-old me just was, like, losing it. So I remember getting down there, and I'll never forget they were playing the Royals at Old Tiger Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, there used to be – do you remember Old Tiger Stadium when there would be, like, um, like vending trailers that would sell, like, hats and, and yep. like, little mini baseball bats? Yes, of course I do. Souvenirs, stuff like that. They'd be all around the stadium – I remember like walking in and like, I think I got like a, a baseball and I remember 
walking through that dungeon that was the bleachers oh, and, in the outfield. Yeah. yeah. And it like the smell, it was uh-huh. just this distinct, like it smelled like cigars and dirt and hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And it was just it it's so unique. Like every time I go to a ball game, the, now it's kind of missing that cigar type smell because smoking is obviously banned yeah. in most yeah. most stadiums. But just it was so unique and it just like whenever I want cologne now, for some reason I always have to have like some kind of like tobacco hint in it. Like a smokiness. Yeah, it, it's really weird, but it's just there's something so like just it hits me in the feels. Okay. And I remember walking out for the first time and like this big sea of just green, like the deepest green it was so much greener than like what it felt like on tv and the blue of the stadium and the red seats in the upper deck and it was just oh it's amazing and there's not many people that will get to well i mean there's no one now that will get to experience that anymore because tiger stadium aka briggs stadium no longer there right we've got co-america park which is a fantastic park Mm -hmm. and in fact i was down there a couple weeks ago not for a game but i was running down there and they had the stadium open and i was just walking around it with my wife and i was like god this stadium is gorgeous Mm -hmm. it'd been a while since i'd been there and it's a nice park but nothing does quite beat tiger stadium i mean that's where i saw my first ball game too it was was just stadium If you were in that outfield and you were like underneath the stands, underneath by where they had all the the vending areas, like that terrible fluorescent light where everything was just like this tint of like yellow and it was just like so dark. But I remember like once you just like emerged from that field, it was was literally almost if you were like to take like a dark sweater and like pull it on over your head and just like it's super dark and then all of a sudden just like that emerging just like explosion of colors when you went outside it was amazing mm-hmm. it's like being kidnapped and it's <laughs> almost like being kidnapped it's, it, it's, listen... you're right it's exactly like being kidnapped <laughs> but kidnapped in a good way in a good way yes <laughs> the other one as far as the detroit tigers was concerned <laughs> I was in 10th grade and my dad agreed to take me and like, I think five of my friends down to Cleveland to do a road trip to go see the Tigers play the Cleveland Indians on my birthday. Okay. And we all had, God, Ms. Montgomery's 10th grade English class at the time that we were going to leave. Nice. And we all coordinated this to where... We all had notes from our parents, which would release us from class at that time. We didn't like let her know ahead of time other than to say, when we walked into class, oh, Ms. Montgomery, just heads up. We're all leaving like at, you know, one o'clock or whatever it was. That's when that shit could fly. Yeah. Nowadays, not so much. No. Back in the day, listen, we could get away with that stuff, kids. S-O-L. And Ms. Montgomery was just kind of like, she chuckled it off. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Where are you guys going? Oh, we're going down to Cleveland. Yeah, well, a comment like that kind of made Ms. Montgomery, like, not believe anything we were saying. Until we all got up at 1 o'clock and handed her our notes saying we were leaving class so we could go down to Cleveland. (laughs) Awesome. 
And Ms. Montgomery was so pissed. Oh, she's still angry to this Probably. Day. But I remember we went down and we saw Cleveland beat the Tigers that day uh, behind the power of the little bull, Manny Ramirez at the time. Nice. And George Albert Bell. Wow. Joey Bell, I should say. Yeah. Not Joey George. Bell. Joey Good old Albert Joey Bell. Bell. Yeah. It was it was a a two to one game and it was a two hour and five minute ordeal. Like I can't imagine a game taking only two hours and five minutes nowadays. No. No, not even in the least bit. Yeah, we left at like one o'clock from my school and we didn't get home until probably like two o'clock that night. My dad just went down and came right back. It was awesome. That's Thanks, Dad. Cool. Thanks, That's Dad. Really cool. So I don't have something even remotely close to that. So we'll just move on. No, all right. Fine then. Because <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool. So we talked about birthday events. We talked about a lot of things birthday related, obviously. It's the Birthday Nostalgia Wax podcast. It's your birthday. I want to talk about birthday presents. Ah, birthday presents. And I want to talk about birthday presents maybe we received, maybe we gifted off. Josh, did you have anything that you received that you absolutely loved? Two things come to mind. The first being I was probably 12 years old, 12, 13 years old, and I was getting interested in golf, and my parents bought me like a cheap little Kmart starter set of night golf clubs and i actually golfed on those things i want to say for probably about five six years before my uncle gave me a hand-me-down set but that was an awesome gift nice as well as a walkman along with the musical stylings of one cnc music factory yeah gonna make you sweat Till you, till you bleed. Is that dope enough? Indeed. Indeed. I paid the price to control the dice. I'm overpriced. <laughs> to a point, I'm nice. <laughs> Let the music take control. Your heart and soul unfold. Your body is heap- freak to get raw. Huh? Dance to the boot. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. We almost went with like a little bit of nose, a little bit of nose, a little bit of nose. No, you went to a little bit of nose. <laughs> Uh, so music I remember getting for my birthday, I remember not so much cassettes, but I do remember my first CDs that yeah. I ever got, and it was for my birthday. I think, no, my CD, no, my CD Walkman. Was it a CD Walkman? Was that what they called them? Or was it just like a no, portable CD, CD they player? they were Discmans. Discmans, yeah. that's it. Okay, thank you. That came later. But the first CDs that I ever got was... MC Hammers, please hammer, don't hurt them. Please. And Rex and Effects. Oh. Their first album, which I can't remember. The there name was of a it. second album from Rex and Effects. <laughs> there might have been. Really? It was whatever. It might have been self titled, but the Rex and Effects album had Rump Shaker on it. Of course it did. Which was outstanding. And then MC Hammers, please hammer, don't hurt them had. I don't know. Literally every single track on that album was amazing. 
Michael, please. God, were those out around the same time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, MC Hammer's Please Hammer Don't Hurt Them, I think, came out just a little, a couple years before. Yeah. Um, but it was, they just gave I was going to say, I could, I, see, I could see like Too Legit to Quit being out around the time that Rump Shaker would have come out. Could have been. Could have been. I want to say Rump Shaker was more 93. And that was probably right around the time of Hammer's second album because his first album came out 1991. Uh, yeah, got to be like 90 because Bad Boys grabbed the whole Can't Touch This. Yeah. So it had to have been about 90. But I remember getting that. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Loved it. Now, here's the opposite of loving things. <laughs> Did you ever have a situation where your parents went out, got a present for a friend or a family member that you were attending a birthday party of, and you got extremely jealous about it? I can't say that I did. I had, like, I remember my brother getting Christmas gifts that I was terribly jealous of. I was, as we've mentioned on previous episodes, I was a terrible human being growing up. So it wasn't necessarily birthday things I can recall. But, yeah, Christmas presents weren't a good subject for me to talk about. <laughs> Gee. All right, we're going to save this for uh, December yeah. for our, uh, our nostalgic Christmas uh, episodes. Cash me outside. <laughs> it's all. Damn it. Uh, I'm waxing nostalgic about two weeks ago. What's the matter with you, Frank? Yeah, that doesn't count. I can remember, me personally, being very jealous of gifts all the time. All like, the time? Constantly. Was it because like you didn't get like toys or, or whatever was being bought? I well here's the deal is I was one of four Bonnie boys. We didn't grow up the richest, if you will. So everything that we got was very what we got was few and far between. Let's just put it that way. So when we attended events and people would get other items, I would get very jealous. Now, I kept my cool. I was jealous on the inside. I kept that shit in. Resulted in shingles at a later age, but <laughs> I kept that shit in. <laughs> Two items I remember being very jealous about. However, my dad recognized the jealousy, and I'll tell you what he did. So I had a cousin in Chicago. He's about a year younger than me. And we would make trips out to Chicago to attend his birthday. We would frequently visit there. And I remember one year that my parents got him this very cool golf set. It was like a nine-hole golf set, like a mini golf that you set up around your house and so you like had the little thing, so you had the putt, golf putt, balls. Though, yeah, it was like, okay. uh, yeah, like, yeah, putt putt, yeah, mini golf, right? Putt putt, mini yeah. golf. Yeah. Okay. All right. Quit confusing me. <laughs> I, you said it was like a nine hole, nine hole course, and I was kind of like trying to put it together. Like, so there was like a tee box. For, no tee like, boxes. <laughs> no tee boxes. So it was a nine-hole putt-putt course, and you had like little ramps and stuff like that, and you set up the holes, and you. I was so jealous of this. Like, I wanted it. My dad was like, well, 
We're not leaving for another two days. Let's open the box and play with it a little bit. <laughs> I was like, ah, you opened somebody's present before you gave it to them? I, like, if I would have been swearing at that age, I would have said, fuck yeah, dad. <laughs> Let's go. So we broke open the uh, the mini golf. We played a little bit in our house. And then by the time we went out to Chicago, gave it to my cousin. <sighs> Who was the master? I was because I knew how light you had to hit those little plastic golf balls to get them to go the right way on the carpet. So your your cousin's like teeing it up like yeah. John Daly or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was the man. Another one, actually, same cousin. We were heading out there for a birthday party, and my mom buys him the NES cartridge of rampage really my favorite like one of my favorite arcade games ever the one that sticks out in my head when we talked about major magic that's buys established him, yes buys him rampage now the nes cart did not contain ralph it simply contains george and lizzie for those listeners not familiar with rampage that is the king kong ish ape and the godzilla like lizard and you could play two players I was so jealous, almost to the point of crying. Like, I got very upset about it. I didn't vocalize the upsetness. But again, I believe it was my dad who could sense the upsetness. Or maybe it was my mom. Don't know. Doesn't matter. We ripped open that NES box. And I got to play Rampage a little bit. And then we wrapped it all back up. What was, like, the coolest thing about Rampage to you? Well, I'm curious if it's going to be one of the things that I remember. Well, it, it, there's, there's, we're talking about two different things now. We're talking about the NES Rampage and the Arcade Rampage because uh, it's two different things. I'm so excited. I don't know if, if the, I don't remember playing the NES game, but okay. I remember vividly playing the arcade and like the one. My thing favorite that... thing, my favorite thing was when another player was about to die and they shrank down to their little naked okay. self, and then you could eat them. You'd eat them. No, okay. Mine was. <laughs> Mine was the different cities that you would go to, mm. and I always like, oh my god, it's Kalamazoo! Like, I wonder if that's what Kalamazoo really looks like. Yeah, <laughs> not so much. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Kalamazoo has a subway, it has a has a rail car that goes yes. back and forth. <laughs> so I remember Kalamazoo, and I remember uh, I think Battle Creek, but I don't know if Detroit was in there. Detroit was in there. Was yeah. it? It okay. might have been Detroit, Kalamazoo, and Battle Creek. Actually, might have been the three. Michigan City. Kalamazoo was the one I really, really remember, yeah. but it was always like, oh my God, I'm going to Kalamazoo. Yeah. Going to destroy my house. Oh, remember that time we traveled to Kalamazoo and we we, we saw that big skyscraper there? <laughs> that one? Yes. <laughs> you just, that was what it looked like once you got most of the buildings down. Like, <laughs> it was a more accurate depiction of Kalamazoo <laughs> once you got like one building standing. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so I would be remiss if I didn't mention this last, this very last thing we're going to wax nostalgic on. And that, my friend, is sleepovers. Ah, sleepovers. Birthday sleepovers. Oh, the mecca of the birthday party. The party that you looked forward to as soon as you got that little invite or were told by... 
said person having the birthday that, hey, my birthday this year is a sleepover. What did those words do to you, Josh, when you heard sleepover? I thought dirty movies on cable, staying up until like probably like four in the morning and just trying to get every video game in my collection defeated in co-op mode. I, I specifically remember a strong night of Contra code and just going through and defeating Contra. Josh, we established this in a previous podcast. It was known as the Konami code. Stop. Just stop. No, it was not. We, we've already established that we can only think of one game that it worked in. Life Force. <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't know what the hell Life Force is. No one does. Yeah, so you played video games. I don't remember video games as much as I remember just packing up my stuff, uh, which was anything that could fit into my pillowcase. Basically, that's all you were required to bring. And I remember heading over, and you you started to mention some of the stuff like R-rated movies, other stuff like that. It was like Lord of the Flies, at a sleepover like all of a sudden parents just didn't have any rules anymore it was uh yeah just kind of do whatever you want yeah yeah so i mean for me i i can remember like lots of pizza always pizza that was what you were going to eat you're going to eat pizza you're going to drink a whole lot of mountain dew yeah yeah so it for me i i know that i remember we had a a shed which had it, like an upstairs loft that my parents kind of let us have as kids so it was kind of like our little clubhouse i remember having sleepovers up there and we would have the sports illustrated swimsuit issue and we would like Ooh. google that with like kathy ireland yeah that was back when the sports uh, illustrated swimsuit issue was still uh you know, they still actually wore bathing suits. Yeah. It. Have you seen the latest ones? Oh, it's mostly like painted on stuff. Yeah. It's painted on or there's just like covering up. It's like, yeah. I, what what bathing suit are you advertising? Yeah, dude. Nude? Yeah. It, it, I remember it used to always say like, you could get this bathing suit from this company and it costs this much. Like kind of like down in the corner. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Whoever like bought the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue and said, I need to go and buy that swimsuit. No one did because the swimsuits are like two thousand dollars yeah just foolishness i remember that i remember do you remember like prank calling people yes i do now not so much for the sleepovers but i do remember prank calling people i remember prank calling uh someone named diego coronado and the reason we called diego coronado was because we thought it sounded like he was a drug dealer so we would call him up at 12 30 at night and say can we get some fish from you diego the Diego, like Coronado, leader of the cartel. Oh, Diego right. Coronado. It had to have been. At least <laughs> in our minds, that's who it was. But he apparently lived a few houses down from me. And he responded with C <laughs> when you asked him. Yes. And we promptly said La Migra. And it's a bust. Coming to get you. <laughs> so prank calling, like staying up until the wee hours of the morning, like maybe... Four, five, four was usually my limit, but five, six o'clock in the morning. I can remember as a child that was a feat 
to stay up that late. Like when the sun was coming up, you're like, oh man, it's on. But then as you become an adult, and let's say you have a, a wild and crazy night of partying, and you stay up until the birds start tweeting. You know when the birds start tweeting and you're an older adult? Do you know what that's the sound of? Josh, that's the sound of irresponsibility. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It's it's it, I would like to think that it's irresponsibility and regret all at once because it just kind of hits you right in the gut and it's like what I'm going to doing with my life. I'm going to pay for this. The wife's not going to let me sleep in till 4 in the afternoon. Nope. I'll be up by 10.30. Nope. So you were always trying to stay up late. You never wanted to be the first one asleep. Because guess what? Oh, I know what happened to the, the first one. The first one asleep gets totally messed with. And I'm talking like, I remember, do you, now, the, the ever so classic hand in the water trick, right? So, yes, it happened to me. And my friends who were over trying to do said hand in the water trick couldn't lift my hand up to put it in the water so instead they just poured water on my hand oh yeah that's the same thing uh, apparently so but i just remember like waking up and i didn't piss myself but i remember like just having a giant puddle around my hand and like what in the hell was happening and <laughs> The hooligans that I invited into my home were like yeah. running up and down stairs and my parents were trying to sleep or my mom was trying to sleep because yeah. my dad worked midnight. And I was just like, what in God's like, I went from instantly as opposed to like being fun and, and being part of the fun and, and having a good time to instant like police officer and just like, y'all need to just calm the fuck down. <laughs> you instantly became an adult. Yes. Wow. Yeah, see, I was always very reserved at these parties. I never partook in any of those shenanigans. I do remember one time I vowed not to fall asleep. I did, and I had an egg cracked on my head. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. An actual egg. An actual egg. Wow. Cracked on my head. Raw. Oxford Posse just like they're they're well, terrible. No, that, that, we're not talking O Town. We're, we're, we're this is Dub CG Warren Ooh. City gangster. That is wow. Yeah. Okay, nah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. Ah, the joys of childhood. So, if you have one thing that you could look at and just really wish you could have back, that like. If you could have that one thing from like a birthday from years gone by to like maybe like was there one thing that you never got that you wish you would have or maybe your parents gave it to someone else and you wish you could have. What's that one birthday gift that you wish you could have today and it would still mean something to you? I honestly can't think of anything. For the love of Christ, I was trying to think of a good way to wrap this thing up. I know. <laughs> and I can't. And I apologize. I can't think of one good thing that I would have wanted that I did not get. The one thing I will say is that, and I feel really bad to this day, to my mom. So if she's listening, which she probably never will. <laughs> I apologize for this. My 13th birthday, she gave me a surprise party. 
Like my aunt took me out to dinner. I had no idea what was happening, right? And then I come home and I walk down the stairs and surprise, I got a bunch of my 13-year-old boy and girl friends just hanging out there, right? And it was a great party. I got the album off, uh, Offspring's album Smash for of my 13th birthday. Uh, it was fantastic. And we listened to that all night and we were just jamming, having fun. And then the girls were leaving. And then I said to my mom, just the boys, sleepover time. And my mom said, no, we're not going to have, this is not a sleepover. And I was like, why not? And then I got all pissed off and mad. And my mom had just thrown me this like surprise party. And I remember my dad coming down and just just tearing me a new one about like making my mom feel bad because my mom like went up and cried because i was so pissed off because we couldn't have a what sleepover a jerk what a dick i was little ish child wow. so mom i apologize that was awful because that was a very great 13th birthday so if there's one thing i could do it'd be go to go back in time and not try to get a sleepover for Aww. that party yay Leave everybody with feels. Yay feels. Yay feels. So that's that. We've wrapped it up, right? Nah, I think it's, it's adequately. Uh, the irony, wrapping on the feels. <laughs> wrapping on the feels. The irony of our birthday podcast: we can't put a bow on it. Hey, Yo! dad joke. Shouza! We can't put a bow on it, man. Dad joke. Wow. I dance. All right. I dance for dad jokes. Well, how can uh, how can the listeners out there uh, get some more uh, nostalgia? Well, if if this ends up being a lost episode number two, it's we not. will make sure that you're <laughs> alerted on Twitter at nostalgia underscore, underscore wax. And our Facebook page, well, we won't talk about that. Froshballin'. Froshballin'. <laughs> yep. Oak still, oak. It's still there. It's still there. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Hey, leave a review if you feel so inclined. You like what you hear? You don't like what you hear? Uh, maybe don't leave that review. But it, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. Leave a review, please. And if you leave a review, as we mentioned before, we'll read it on here, which we've got to get to. We've got a review on there. We need to read it. We told people we would. So we'll have to do it next episode. Next episode. Stay tuned. Yeah. All right. Until, Until next then, time. Wax off. off.